Hi, friends. I want to take a sec to talk to you about Greenlight, the folks sponsoring this ad. This is especially important for you parents out there, because as your kids get older, some things about parenting are going to get easier, like, you know, maybe not having to dress your kid every morning, but other things do not, like having that conversation about money. Because the fact is that kids won't ever really know how to manage their money until they're actually in charge of it. That's where Greenlight can help. So Greenlight is a debit card and a money app that's made for families. Parents can send money to their kids and keep an eye on kids' spending and saving while the kids and the teens, they're going to build up confidence and lifelong financial literacy skills. I have Greenlight debit cards for both of my kids, and I can't tell you what a difference I see in their relationship to money. So with the Greenlight app, the kids learn how to save, invest, and spend wisely, and they have games in the app to teach money skills in a fun and accessible way. The Greenlight app also includes a chores feature. I am a big fan where you can set up one-time or recurring chores that customize to your family's needs and reward kids with an allowance for a job well done. And I got to tell you this, in my family, no chores, no money. Millions of parents and kids are learning about money on Greenlight. It's the easy, convenient way for parents to raise financially smart kids and families can navigate this whole thing together. So sign up for Greenlight today and you're going to get your first month free when you go to greenlight.com slash radio headspace. That's greenlight.com slash radio headspace to try Greenlight for free. I mean, this is such a good deal. I got to say it one more time. Greenlight.com slash radio headspace. Get it, folks. Shopify's already taken the cash register online, helping millions sell billions around the world. But... Did you know that Shopify can do the same thing at your retail store? Give your point-of-sale system a serious upgrade with Shopify. (coughs) Shopify POS is your command center for your retail store. From accepting payments to managing inventory, Shopify has everything that you need to sell in person. And with Shopify, you get a powerhouse selling partner that's going to effortless unite your in-person and online sales into just one source of truth. You're going to be able to track every sale across your business in one place and know exactly what's in stock. You could connect with customers inline and online. And Shopify, it's going to help you drive store traffic with plug and play tools built for marketing campaigns. So we're talking about TikTok to Instagram and beyond. Get hardware that fits your business, take payments by smartphone, transform your tablet into a point-of-sale system, or you can use Shopify's POS Go Mobile device for battle-tested solutions. Shopify's award-winning help is there to support your success every step of the way. I say do retail right with Shopify. Sign up for $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash headspace. That's all lowercase. So you're going to go to shopify.com slash headspace to take your retail business to the next level today. I'm going to say it one more time. Shopify.com slash headspace. Headspace Hi, it's Eve here, and welcome to Radio Headspace and to Tuesday. It's so nice to be back with you. So at Headspace, we're still fully remote, but I'm really missing in-person interactions, particularly when it comes to teaching meditation. 
So much of our communication happens non-verbally, and that is certainly the case when it comes to leading a practice and holding space for folks to meditate. Anyway, I was leading a session virtually the other day. It was a group meditation, and then there was a chance for folks to ask questions. And one of the questions after the session was, as you've meditated for several years now, is your mind totally clear? And this question made me think back to my first ever meditation session. I understood that my mind would not be totally empty on a practical level, but experientially, it took a while to understand this. What struck me, though, was how busy my mind actually was. In many ways, it felt busier than before I'd meditated, and that in itself created some tension. Was this not supposed to be easing the mind? It's definitely what I had hoped and expected would happen. Expectations are a natural part of human behavior, and we all have expectations that can cause tension in the mind or anxiety with anything that feels uncertain or unknown, or we feel vulnerable in any way. And it's very common to have certain expectations when we begin a meditation practice, in the same way we might when learning any other type of skill or doing something for the first time. For example, if we're, say, learning to play an instrument, we might hope for the ability to play a certain tune Or perhaps we're taking an art class. We might hope to create a particular picture. This kind of expectation is very natural and normal. The problem arises when we have a lot of expectations in the mind that are attached to specific outcomes. And when it comes to meditation, the expectation might be that the mind will settle straight away and you'll feel instantly calm. The truth is, It may settle straight away, but it may not, and that is okay. Meditation is a practice. Some days the mind will feel really busy and overwhelmed, and other days less so. The mind is always changing, just as everything else is in life. And when it comes to expectations, they can become very fixed and solid in the mind. For example, if we've been told that meditating will help you feel calmer and clearer and that doesn't happen straight away, it might feel like you've been missold information. I remember when I was younger, still at school, my mom had booked a holiday to Spain in the summer holidays. My parents owned a hotel and they worked really long hours. So holidays, when we got them, were pretty sacred. Anyway, we arrived at this house only to find that it was right beside a building site. They were drilling and hammering, and there was dust everywhere. All our expectations were totally shattered. We did end up having a lovely time, but had to rethink our plans quite significantly. So how do we work with expectations? knowing that they're going to be a part of life, knowing that we'll judge or expect something to be a certain way, often without realizing it. And then equally, how do we work with any disappointment or frustration when it arises? A good starting point is in learning to let go of 
fixed ideas about something or someone. Tuning into how much we might be projecting our expectations out into the world. Knowing that we're all uniquely different. I'm not saying this is always easy, especially if we do have very fixed ideas about something. But allowing some space to loosen the grip on the outcome can actually be a very freeing experience. And you may even find that you laugh at certain situations when they don't go your way. Or better, you learn something about someone you didn't expect. So I'll leave it there for today. And I love getting questions from you. So if you do have any, please send them in to radio at headspace.com and I'll try to make sure they get answered in a future episode. Thanks for listening today and I'll see you back here tomorrow.